Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so, so excited to hop on today and dish out a solo episode. It's funny, whenever I do these episodes, I personally love, 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 love doing interviews. It's my favorite thing. I love everyone I interview. I love learning myself and asking questions that I know you want the answers to. So that is really why I do this podcast. But interestingly enough, every once in a while, when I do do a solo episode, you all, my listeners, seem to love it. And those actually sometimes are the most listened episodes. So today I thought I'd hop on and reflect on nine years of holiday seasons, my nine years of holiday seasons, because what I've realized is that life getting better and better and better, it's like an onion. And it's like every year gets a little better and a little better and a little better. And I learn more and more and more. And so I've hopped on and shared about my holiday seasons at a given year. I teach a lot at this time of year because it's one of my favorite times of years to help everyone simplify. But I thought I'd just tell the story in a slightly different way today. All right. So what I, my, my goal is really to share some of the good, some of the bad, and really it's all about the wonderfulness that's in between those two things. And as I said, I'm kind of obsessed with this time of year. I think it can be magical. I think it can be magical for women, for families, for relationships, and maybe most importantly, for the birth of our biggest ideas. And this is really why I want to protect it for myself, for you, for anyone who's listening. And here's the deal. It can also quite easily be the opposite of that magic, right? That's the part that I really want to protect. So nine years ago, at pretty much exactly this time, as I was starting to think about Thanksgiving coming up, I was six months into this new way of healthier being. And this meant pretty much for the last six months, I had been gluten-free, dairy-free, and really at that point, I was eating pretty high raw vegan diet, and I felt amazing. I think I, I like my day, if you've been listening for a while, I had this day where I was at work, um, and I... It was about 2.30 and I, I owned a design company. So it was it was my work. And I had three little kids that were under five. And I remember it being like 2.30 and knowing that each day I sort of headed home around 3.30. And I looked across my desk and saw this stack of coffee cups and knew that I had myself gone and bought those throughout the day, which means I had procrastinated a lot in the day. And I think, you know, it was, that was a lot of caffeine, six or seven cups. 
And I felt so tired and so exhausted. And that was kind of my breaking point. So that really caused me to change the way I ate kind of overnight. And, you know, I made that choice and then I found a lot of answers really quickly. I find a lot of times when I am talking to people and helping clients, I find the hardest thing sometimes is to make the choice because we think we need to know what's on the other side. I had no idea what was on the other side of wanting to get healthy, but I just happened to walk into a yoga class the next day that had all my answers. And so it was the holiday season. I was six months in. I felt amazing. I was allergy free, which for me was huge because I had pretty much taken allergy medicine every day of my life for many years in order not to have big puffy eyes. I was ear infection free, which had also been a big deal because about three times a year I got an ear infection. Uh, My eardrum burst even burst burst a lot of those times. I always got put on an antibiotic and that hadn't happened. And I'm actually, I can say now it hasn't happened in eight years or nine years or however long it's been. And I had a regular menstrual cycle, which I had also not had without medicine um, in my whole adult life. And I was close to losing 50 pounds. I had, you know, I was well on my way to losing that 65 pounds that I eventually lost. So as Thanksgiving was approaching, I kind of panicked, but I didn't let myself panic for long because I was on this high of feeling so great. And instead I pivoted and let me go back to a few things about me. So I became a great cook because the food made me feel good. And that's really important because I did not become a good cook because I liked the act of cooking or being in a kitchen or preparing meals or throwing on an apron. I sometimes laugh at myself now because I do put on an apron when I teach classes or when I'm in the kitchen with the kids. But that is not why I cook. I still to this day, even though I've gotten in the rhythm and it's very relaxing for me to be in the kitchen, I don't go in there out of a joy or relaxation for the act of cooking. It's that I know that food makes me feel well. And the other thing that's really important is that for a very long time, like all the way back, I craved the movie and magazine quality holiday. And, you know, that was different when I was 16 as to when I was in my 20s. I feel like, you know, the 20s was sort of what what it looked like in Friends and Sex and the City if you're in my same age. And eventually it morphed into what was in Martha Stewart or Real Simple and all those families running around in perfect outfits. You know, you know the scene. And the thing is, is that I had never really figured out how to have that or feel that. I mean, If you saw pictures of my holidays growing up or you saw pictures of what my husband and I pulled off after we were married, you might think that they looked like those, but I never felt like I thought the people in those scenes felt. So this year I just decided I had nothing to lose and I literally cleared the slate and I just decided like, what if I created a day where... I felt better at the end of the day than when I started. What if I wasn't exhausted? What if I had fed myself amazing food? What if I had really connected with people who I loved and were, who, who were open to this food, who I didn't even have to convince about it? What if I built a day around being present for my kids? And so that is where our tradition came from. 
And the tradition is that we choose our favorite dish every year at about this time of year, actually at the beginning of November. And we decide what we want to make on Thanksgiving. And it has been totally random. We have made everything from sushi to gluten-free bread to special soups to dumplings. We've tried a healthy version of Thanksgiving, although that wasn't even our favorite year. We've tried all sorts of things. We've made spring rolls from scratch. And this is still our tradition. So the point is that it makes us feel creative and light and connecting. And we make enough food that we also have it on Black Friday. And so we made a second tradition that on Black Friday, we pretty much just commit to sitting by the fire and reading our books. We live near an amazing sort of foresty park. So on both days, we also go on walks. So we're getting out of the house. But we have just created this rhythm that is very unrelated to the tradition of Thanksgiving in the sense of all the foods. Um, But it really makes me feel like I thought I would want to feel on this day in a way I never knew was possible. And so that was sort of, that was the pivot. And that was the first time I really understood how the possibility for this time of year and that I could really make the holidays ours, that I didn't have to, I didn't have to conspire with what had become the American picture of this holiday. And I didn't have to do what everyone else was doing. And really the realization was, is that maybe what everyone else was doing wasn't perfect either. And that really gave me the freedom to make it ours. So first things first, like you have permission too, right? We all have permission. We can all make it ours. It doesn't have to be like anything you thought it would look like. And that's cool. Like the whole point is deciding how you want to feel and then making something that makes you feel that way. And if the traditional way doesn't make you feel that way, then what would? Okay. So then that Christmas, that same year, it just, my mind was going at a million miles per hour because I had no idea that one didn't need turkey and stuffing on Thanksgiving. And in fact, those were the things I couldn't eat. So at that point, I also figured out that gluten didn't go with me or my daughter, uh, either did dairy. And we couldn't really even eat a lot of the things that were in a normal Thanksgiving menu. So thank goodness we figured that out. And So as we were going into Christmas from Thanksgiving, one of my favorite books ever, which really kick-started my obsession, and it also really started the series of projects that became this, that became Plan Simple, was the book Simplicity Parenting by Kim John Payne. And he was actually one of our very first interviews on this podcast, so I will link to that in the show notes. And I think last year before Christmas, we actually interviewed one of his coaches, someone who'd been certified by him specifically around the holidays. So I will link to both of those in the show notes because the research and methodology behind his book is just fascinating and really proves what I'm about to share because that's where I got it from. So that year, I really committed to a new kind of Christmas as well, right? We'd already had a new kind of Thanksgiving, so why not have a new kind of Christmas? And the thing I started with was was with gifts because that's what 
Kim had explained in his book. Um, And I wanted to have gifts that were super intentional. So we committed to four presents for each of our kids. And this is the rule that I I think I was either in the book Simplicity Parenting or had come out of a blog post on that blog. And basically the gist of it was something wanted, something needed, something made, and a book. And the thing is, is this wasn't what we were giving our kids. This is what everyone was giving our kids. Us, Santa, uncles, like it had to just add up to four, which for actually many years meant that we didn't really get credit for giving our kids anything. And the only thing that we did above that was we asked the grandparents if they would consider to giving the kids the gift of time. So the gift of time being like, you know, taking them on an adventure or doing something with them. So they really got to have experiences together. And so these two traditions have been the foundation of our holiday season ever since, both the Thanksgiving and the Christmas one. Like both of these have been important foundations in this whole season from, from now until the new year. Um, and, and, you know, and it's been almost 10 years. So just last night, actually, we were talking about our Thanksgiving and the food we might want to eat and the books we'll each read. So we got into the habit of each going and getting the book in advance, either from the library or sometimes it's the perfect excuse to go buy a book. And I even have two teens in the mix now. So the fact that they still look forward to this is so fun and so cool because there's even been years when I've been ready to let go of this. But it's really important to them. So they were really keeping me honest about this tradition. So now let's talk about some of the bleeps and bloopers that have happened along the way, because that has definitely happened. So when my third was born, we actually hired a nanny. So this was a little before I started all this work and changed my food and all that. And basically, by the time I had my third, I had three, you know, they're they're two years apart. So I had three under five and I worked full time at my design company and daycare was just no longer the most cost efficient way to do my work and have kids. So this whole sort of life simplification project, let's call it, started when my littlest was almost one. So the nanny, whose name is Melba, was there really throughout it, right, as I was going through my transformation. And Melba was really the best thing that ever happened for our family because I felt so super supported during all this. And the only little wrinkle in our relationship was that she spoke fluent Spanish and not any English. And my Spanish is a little limited, and it's pretty much limited to the present tense. So we got each other, like we could figure out dinner together, and we could figure out what the kids needed to do in the day and how to make them safe and all those things. But we didn't always understand everything the other person was saying. And one of the things that got lost in translation was really the understanding that my simplification project was intentional. And that one doll felt so much better to me than 10 and that I could see the difference in my kids and that wooden toys were beautiful to me and I, you know, was phasing out plastic very purposefully. So that first year of Christmas, I had to have some really hard conversations. You know, it started off having conversations with myself and just convincing myself that this new way was okay, that it wasn't going to like scar my kids. You know, at first I didn't know, it, it very quickly made everything so much better than it had ever been. But when I first started, 
I, I hadn't seen that yet. So I didn't know. And so I had to have these conversations, you know, which started with myself. And then I had to have these conversations with, we had to have them with our parents and really explain to them this idea of giving the gift of time and our extended family to explain the whole four gift thing. And it really was all an experiment. So I ended up feeling a bit exposed and it went down so well in the end, just on that first Christmas that I kind of thought we were all good. And so it was like, we totally coasted for a while. And so let's fast forward a little to year, year three. And at, by this point, the holidays felt easy. We've gone through, t- you know, two Thanksgivings and Christmases. We were calm. We were grateful. Everyone was feeling connected. My kids were still little, right? Cause this all started when my baby was one. So, you know, we had all that energy going on, but it felt great. It felt better than it ever had. And so at the end of Christmas day, three years into all this, the doorbell rings and it's Melba. And we're so happy to see her. My kids love her so much. They hadn't seen her in a couple days because it was the Christmas break. And I look behind her and I see she's with her family, which is so fun because we don't always get to see them. And I see that they have garbage bags in their hands. And I was a little confused, but I was in Christmas bliss. So then the garbage bags come in the house and each garbage bag was given to one of my kids. There was three of them. And they were filled. They were filled to the brim with presents. And the presents were wrapped, and inside of them were more plastic, noisy toys than I had ever imagined in my whole life, like even before my simplification project. And I was confused. I was overwhelmed. There was like a little bit definitely of gratefulness in me because I couldn't imagine where these bags had come from. But it was really more confusion. And it took me a minute to take in. I mean, these bags obviously came in our house. The kids went over the moon happy. I very quickly saw actually in all this stuff how they were over the moon happy. And I, I because we had this contrast to the simpler holidays, I saw how quickly it actually affected them in a not so great way. They fought more. They whined more. All those things. So I could see that we were on the right path. Like this was almost like a, a showing me what a great path we were on. And it wasn't really until a month later that I realized what had happened. And I realized that the less part, like the simplification part for Melba, she had seen us as struggling. And in her view, her church had some extra toys and really that's what happened, right? There was extra toys. She saw the simplification as me struggling, like I had sacrificed everything maybe to pay her (laughs) and that it wasn't intentional. And so it really took me the whole next year to gently explain my stance. I realized how privileged being simplified is, like what a privileged stance that is, which was something else that I started to grapple with. Um, And I also did start to intentionally get the toys out of the house um, to homes that would appreciate them. But it was it was really it took me a lot of understanding to really understand what it what had happened and how I felt about it. And so in the end, it was obviously a really good thing. And I realized that there was always going to be a conversation that felt hard. And I also, it gave me the faith that each conversation that was a little bit hard possibly was also 
a blessing and would lead to gems because really this brought Melba and I closer. Um, It showed me where I needed to communicate things. It showed me, you know, what the power of what I was doing. It showed me so many things. And my kids and have gone on to have unbelievable adventures with their grandparents as a result of that first hard conversation that we had to have. And for many years, we have received 100 tamales from Malba's family every Christmas after, you know, I had a hard conversation with her. And while she was with us, um, because she was with us for a couple years, she took on the clothes piece. So she really wanted to give each kid an outfit and, you know, who was I to say no? So she took on that piece of the four presents, which was awesome and amazing. Okay, so let me set another scene. This one is about four years ago. Remember how the day after Thanksgiving is our reading day? Well, that year was a reading day, but I also decided to show up for you if you were around or my audience at Plan Simple and teach about simplifying December by getting crafty and making an advent calendar or a countdown calendar, however anybody wanted to look about look at it. But I just figured this was a really great activity for me to be doing, for everyone in my audience to be doing on this day after Thanksgiving. And I think it was one of those Thanksgivings that was pretty close to December. So it seemed like a great day. And this was a trick I'd been using since that first simpler season to set the stage just for our more meaningful Christmas break and really slowing it up and doing things that we wanted to do and really fitting in those those slower moments. So somehow, though, this additional activity, I guess it kind of gave me a twinge of guilt. Maybe that's where it came from. And I decided that maybe we should all go ice skating just to get some of the energy out. So I think it was a combination of guilt that I was doing this thing, so maybe they should do something. And also, let's get that energy out so that while I'm teaching 40 women how to make an advent calendar, there isn't a lot of noise in the background, right? So in hindsight, everyone fought me a little bit when I said, let's go skating, but off we went. And the second I stepped onto the ice, a little kid ran into me, not my own, and I fell and my wrist shattered. And that one moment really changed the season. I had my first major surgery a couple days later, which meant I didn't have a right hand for a while, and I was pretty exhausted. I had this heavy cast on. I had this surgery. I had never had general anesthesia before. Now I had, and I was just really tired. And though I had really figured out how to simplify, I should say we really figured out how to simplify because I certainly did not do it alone. I had not really taken on asking for help or receiving it because I think they go hand in hand. And that Black Friday, luckily, that reading day, remember how we read on Black Friday? So before we had gone skating, before my talk, we were reading. And ironically, the book I had picked for that year was Amanda Palmer's book, The Art of Receiving. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. So now you have two books to read on your Black Friday. Simplicity Parenting, and The Art of Receiving. So I'm so grateful that I had read this book because it really primed me for what I was going to need to do later that day and for the weeks to come, which is to let me let people help. 
I literally was in this state where I couldn't make a smoothie, much less feed the kids or, of course, wrap presents. So it really made me think in advance and prep at a new level. And ironically, at the same time, we were having one of our most, let's call it, I don't want to call it busy, let's say full seasons yet, full holiday seasons. So my family was coming to spend it with us because I had asked that that happen since I was the one with little kids. And my seven-year-old daughter at the time, who is now, you know, seven years later, uh, she's 13 or almost 14 was in a Christmas performance that year that had 17 shows. So it was, it was full. But here was the interesting part. I'm happy to say that that Christmas was the most nurturing I had ever had. It was really true simplicity. Everyone was full of gratitude. And what happened after that year was I actually entered into my what became my best year ever, especially in business, but I would say also as a human being. So the year before all this went down, I had really stepped into improving myself, improving my business, learning what I didn't think of what, learning what I didn't know yet. And I had become really good friends in a program that we took together with Jen Mazer, who's been on this podcast. She's also known as the Queen of Manifestation. I'll link to that in the show notes because she's a good one to go listen to. And she suggested that while I was in New York, which I had been for this year before, I asked everyone to come here. I had gone away with our family for the for Christmas, that I come in and we do this Work, workbook together. And it was Leonie Dawson's Life and Business Workbooks. There was two of them. They were a bunch of pages. And it was just basically journaling and asking all these questions. And that year I had gone through per- pretty hastily because I had had this holiday season that though it was simple with things, I had traveled. I, I hadn't I don't know that I had calmed down. I had made everything look really simple on the outside. I had made the actions look simple, but I hadn't really calmed down in myself. If it makes sense, it was for everybody else, but I hadn't yet reaped the benefits. So after breaking my wrists, this was the year after Jen and I had first done these workbooks together, I ordered them again. But this time, I had this broken wrist. I couldn't really write, but I was stuck on the couch. I learned a little bit how to write with my left hand. I learned how I could scribble with my right hand. I got kind of good at typing, so sometimes I would type things that I had would have wanted to write in other situations, but I was typing sort of with one finger on my other hand. But the, the idea was mostly I had this time. I had time and space to give myself grace, to ask for help, and everyone was doing everything, and I was in this cozy nest on the couch for more weeks than I care to admit. And so that year, I did these workbooks. I really thought about what I wanted, and the year following that holiday season was the year that I wrote Plan Simple Meals. It was the year that I had the idea to take my kids out of school for a year and go on the road with it. Um, It was a great year in business. And so it was really the holiday that I really understood the magic, the magic 
of Christmas that I think I always understood. I was a big fan, even as a little girl, but I had never, at least in my adult years, let myself truly experience it. So my goal for a long time um, at this time of year has been to help as many people as possible, I say a long time, in internet years a long time, for the past like five years, has really been to help as many people as possible access this magic at this time of year's year. And as my kids move into their teen years, I have two official teens and one moving quickly in that direction, I can really see how the magic almost feels like it dissipates a little. And I have to tell you that I I understand how the magic can be so much bigger than what we think it is. I feel like we put we place all this magic on Santa and if you have a religious belief that around Christmas then you then we think that maybe it has to be about a religion that makes Christmas magic. But I really do believe that the magic is actually in these darkest days and it's probably why so many religions celebrate their holidays, their various holidays at this time of year, right? Because it is magic. And that is why I created this one day event which is coming up really soon called Make December Matter. And it's for all those things that I just explained, all the reasons that led me to this point that really have me leaning so heavily into this idea that this time can be so magical on so many levels that I'm hosting this event. So as I told you earlier, for a couple years now, I have been doing this Black Friday event, which you know kicked off with me breaking my wrist. I can't remember if it actually happened that year. I can't remember if I did it before I broke my wrist or after, to be 100% honest, that day is kind of a blur. But I've been doing that teaching, and it's great, but I really wanted more this year. And what I realized is that I've had so many teachers and tools and accountability partners slash friends over the years that have helped me either really tune in at that time of year or take what I got at that time of year and really help me make it a a reality as I went through. And I wanted to gather those people. I wanted to gather all the people that I'd heard that I knew cared as much about this time of year as I do. So I'm super excited to say that kicking off this event that I'm hosting in just one week from now is Leonie Dawson, the person whose planner, start I feel like, started all this, planner is a workbook, started all this. And then my friend Sarah Jenks is going to be speaking after Leonie, and she really embodies this idea of magic. And she's going to give us some really tangible strategies about how we too can actually access the magic and what the magic is all about and 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 why we need it as women. And then my other good friend Megan Flat who believes as much as I do in this idea of short bursts of time, especially for women, this idea that so much can happen in 90 days because I feel like one of the limiters that we put on ourselves when we're dreaming is we decide that we can't have these big dreams because we're we're moms and we have all these things that are just have to happen between now and when our kids leave the house at age 18. And we say we'll do everything then, you know, like we'll put it off or maybe we're not even putting it off till then. We're just putting it off till this phase ends, till the next phase happens. But if you 
are, if your kids are getting older, maybe you've seen that those phases, you don't just start when those phases end. And I know a lot of people in my audience are even grandmothers and say that they still haven't gone back and claimed that. So I really want us to claim it all along the way. And my friend Megan is coming on because she really believes in these 90-day seasons like I talk about as a way to really get a lot done um, and to really feel accomplished in all areas of our life. So she's going to talk about that. And then the whole middle part of the day is focused on how to really clear December. And I want us all to clear December because you heard from my stories what a difference that just made in our family for December, but it also clears up this space to experience the magic and the magic of the ideas that can come through you at this time if you're not running around like a crazy person. So these ideas are here. They're here for us, but they don't find us when we're when we can't when we're not grounded. And we're not grounded when we're running around like crazy people, which many of us do during the holiday season. So the whole middle part of the day is really geared at helping us in December. And I have the amazing Melissa Lance from The Fresh 20, and she is going to take on the food piece for us. And I have Kelly, who you're going to love, who really takes on the life piece and how all these different parts of our life can be treated like a project, like we would treat, we treat all these other parts of our life as a project, except we don't always treat ourselves like a project. And she has this amazing business called Project Me. And it's really about us being our own project. And it's so fascinating. And she has so many great ideas about December. So you'll want to hear that one. And then... After I did Leone's workbook for a couple of years, which I still love and just ordered mine for this year, I also got introduced to this other workbook by someone named Kim Marie, and she has this amazing experience that really tapped into the simplicity I was trying to figure out. And also my kids go to a Waldorf school and she was connected with that. And when I saw her workbook, I needed to have it. And I've been doing it for about, this will be my fourth year. And it too is amazing. It's a very different energy than Leonie's. Um, and so she'll be talking about the magic of, and the spirituality that we can access no matter whether we're religious or not during this time of year, no matter what religion we are, or if we don't have one. And her workbook was such has been such an important part of my life for the past couple of years. I actually gave it to everyone in Flow 365 last year because I wanted everyone to experience it so badly. And then we're going to talk work because it's we're, well we're going to talk work and money, which is how I want to call that that last part of the flow process. So if you didn't get that, we're going through the flow process but with these amazing people. And Jackie Woodside is going to come on and take on that money piece. And she has so much insight and so many great strategies. And this day really is going to be about the inspiration from these amazing speakers, plus really doable strategies coupled with worksheets. So my specialty is breaking down all information into worksheets. You remember when I was having that breakdown moment 10 years ago at my desk while well, I owned a design firm that was I was in year 10 of owning a design firm so I wasn't doing so good mentally but I was I, I had this skill so I'm gonna resurface that skill for you to make these worksheets that are gonna make all this work really doable and integratable into your life 
So that's the middle part of the day. And so the middle part of the day really takes on, it's like the morning is really about inspiring and seeing what's possible. The middle part of the day is really figuring out December. And then this last part of the day, which I'm calling the evening sessions, is really about like, if you have this time in December, like I found with my broken wrist and have made ever since, but I don't want you ever to have to experience the broken wrist to find this time. If you find this time in December, this magical time, And you allow yourself during that time to dream and plan and really come to peace with the year past and just envision this life that could be yours. It's so powerful and it is magic. It is literally magic and it will make you feel like it will just make you feel so good and so warm, just like you might feel on, you know, the last night of Hanukkah with all the candles or on Christmas Eve as you watch your little kids await Santa come down the chimney. Like this is your magic. And so we're going to have, we have five speakers who are going to come in the evening and I have, I'm going to see if I can remember everybody in my head, like everyone who's speaking is someone I know well, which makes this really, really such an amazing day for me. So Jenny Fennig is going to kick off that evening session. She's going to share a lot about how December, the magic shows up for her in December. Um, So she has some great strategies, but she's also going to bridge the gap between December and the new year and really help us see what happened in our past year and feel at peace with everything and learn from it as we move forward. And then my friend, Deshae Peacock, is going to come on. And I don't know if you've ever made a vision board. I have, and I love them as a tool. But, and I should say, Deshae has this amazing tool that you're going to love. If you love vision boards, you're really going to love this tool. And if the vision board has fallen a little short for you, you're also going to love this tool because that's why I asked her on. I I have a love-hate relationship with vision boards, um, and this tool is amazing, and it it really feeds the creative energy. So you're going to want to come on and learn from Deshae. And then after Deshae, oh, we have Dolores Hirschman, who's she's an amazing person who, it's funny, Dolores and Deshae, actually, I met in coaching programs, then we became great friends. And then at different times, we've been accountability partners or friends. And then I've been clients of both of them. um, And they've come to my events. So it's been so fun that we're on all, you know, all sides of each other's businesses. And So Dolores is really going to talk about clarity and how we can have clarity. She's a a TED Talk expert, and she's so good at getting to the root of our messages. And we talk about that both in a business perspective, but also in a personal perspective. So that is so good. So much good stuff. And then we have Sina Block, who is a... She's a, a big planner and, and declutterer, and she has so much knowledge to give us. And we are going to talk specifically in her talk about planning our year ahead and what are some tools we can put in place to really do that in a smart way. And all of these things have worksheets. So you can come in and listen because it's free for this one day. So you can come in and listen and be inspired, but you'll have the worksheets to go forward so that you can do this work as your December unfolds in this new magical way. Um, And then after 
Sina, we have uh, Shalina Broster, who's amazing, amazing, amazing energy. Oh my gosh, so amazing. And she's going to really close out the night with a amazing, I've like almost called, I feel like we're, we're starting and ending with what I would call keynote talks, like such good stuff. And and Shalina's really closing out with such good stuff. And then throughout the day, I have four other people I'm going to say, because I'm going to include myself in the mix, but three other people who aren't me, um, who are, I'm calling them our guides. And we have a spiritual guide who's a shaman, and she's going to help us with a lot of mindfulness work and meditations throughout the day. I have uh, Catherine Turley, who's a fitness expert, and she's really going to help us move our bodies all day. And then Melissa Lance is sort of holding two roles this day because she's talking to us about December, but she's also helping us plan the food for this day. I mean, you guys, you want to show up. It's so good. Now, oh, and then there's me. I was the fourth guide, and I'm really going to hold the space for getting it done. I, that's my role. My role is really motivation and accountability for you to do this work because I really, really believe in you, and I really believe in this work. So those two things coupled together are going to make some powerful women this December and going forward into 2020, and I am so, so, so excited. Now, I've gotten a few questions about people being available on November 15th. So if you're not available on November 15th, that's okay. It's going to be open for 24 hours. You're going to start to get things this weekend, which is why I want people to sign up ASAP because we're going to send out menus so you can be all planned on Friday and really feed yourself really well. We're going to send out some of those, everything, all the guides from the guides, if that makes sense, are going to go out before the event so you can be really set up food-wise, spiritual-wise, and exercise-wise as you head into the day. And it's going to be, I'm going to leave it open for, you know, 36 hours. So you'll have Friday and Saturday to watch these things. But I also hugely encourage you. So I encourage everyone to go sign up so you can get all the stuff because that's how I have it. I have it programmed to get you all the stuff. So you'll have the workbook pages and all the things. And you just have to remember on that day to go download them. And I will give you pathways. So if you can't be there for the whole day, I will give you, if you have certain, I'm going to give you pathways for certain things that you might be working through and what talks you really might want to tune into. And then if you're really liking what you hear, or you just want to make sure that you have it, I just recommend after you sign up, You'll end up at a screen that gets you your ticket and gives you the next set of details. And on that screen, there's a way to upgrade and there's two different pathways to upgrade. And if this is calling to you, I've made it super affordable. And plus I've thrown in all this stuff that include a package in your inbox and a lot of accountability in December to really make this information yours. So if this seems appealing to you, then just sign up for that and don't worry as much. We are going to have so much fun on Friday and I highly recommend anybody to come in for different parts of it if you're around. Um, there's going to be a lot of discussion after each talk. Q&As after each talk. And I'm also going to be giving away prizes at the end of each session. So there's three sessions. And I have to say, all my speakers, they all have books, they have workbooks, they have all these amazing things. So I've put those into bundles. And I'm going to be offering prizes based on participation all day long. So there is a reason to show up live. The energy will be amazing. And 
you'll get support and help if you want that. And I can't tell you enough the importance of taking time for yourself to really nourish yourself, to nourish your body with food, to nourish your brain with new thoughts and new information, um, to nourish your your body with that food, but also with the movement and to really nourish your soul with, we're going to do some meditations, but also with the connection of other moms. I don't know if anyone had the experience who has older kids now, maybe you have younger kids and you're still in this, but When my kids were baby babies, I remember I was a part of all these groups of mothers, and it was so powerful to have these groups to connect with. And I found similar groups as an entrepreneur, which has been so powerful. Actually, Sarah Jenks, who's the second talk, um, I'm part of a, a, a women's circle with her, which has been so great. So there's just so, there's so much power in women coming together on these topics. And so I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to give this to you next Friday. So make sure that you go sign up. And then a few other like little thoughts. It's funny, I wasn't planning on talking as much about this today, but I feel so excited that I'm just going with it since I've already shared a lot about all my holidays. So if you have a group of women who you'd like to do this with, just tell everybody to sign up and like go to someone's house and divide up the food that Melissa sends out and make a day of it. Like you could do this in person and it would be so much fun. If that if you have friends that you think would love this that maybe aren't where you are, then send them the email and sign up and then check in via text throughout the day. Keep each other motivated um, or just sign up and come meet new friends in the event. But I would love help spreading this to as many people as possible. Um, again, the link is makedecembermatter.com. I think you just do H ttp colon slash slash makedecembermatter.com. Um, and you should get to the sign up to get your free ticket. And I just can't wait to see you there. I can't wait to meet you. I feel like this is going to be a great experience um, all around. I'm so excited. And once you sign up, you also get invited into a Facebook group. So we'll have more conversations happening there as we go into the event and email me any questions, Mia at plansimple.com. Like I'm here. I want to answer your questions. Um, I will, I have, I hope I have answers, but definitely reach out either through Facebook or just email me personally. Um, and I hope to see you there. I hope to see as many people as possible on November 15th. All right, y'all. So that was my holiday evolution. What's happening on November 15th? And it's funny because I'm so excited November 15th is happening because this year actually feels a little bit different. I feel like I'm at the next place, like the next peel of the onion and something else is going to change this year. Again, I got to the point where I could ask for help. I got the point where we really feel simplified and where everything that happens in the holidays feels nurturing, even though my kids have kept showing up to these Christmas shows. So our Christmases have really been full for quite a few years now, and yet they get more and more and more relaxing, and I get more and more and more downloads, and it's just so fun. And I feel like this Christmas is going to be the next level, or this holiday season is going to be the next level. And I'm so excited to experience that, hopefully with a few of you. All right. I will see y'all on the next episode of the Plan Simple podcast, and we will be back to our normal interview series. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.